You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Grind Season, your uh, Memphis Grizzlies podcast hosted by myself, Anthony Sane, along with Jason Smith of the Jason and John Show on 92.9, a Odyssey station. This is, of course, the Odyssey original podcast that you can listen to twice a week on the Odyssey app, which is, the, of course, the free Odyssey app. You can listen to us there. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us on Spotify. Or however you guys uh, listen to podcasts, just look up Grind Season. You can check us out. Uh, we do this twice a week. Uh, the Grizzlies are what we talk about here. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, the hottest team in the NBA, so to speak. Winners of four straight games. Uh, had a big win uh, the other night against Oklahoma City Thunder. The Thunder came in. Um, winning three games in a row as well. The Grizzlies won that game and are now one half game out of first place uh, with the Pelicans sitting on top. And the Grizzlies basically being tied with the Phoenix Suns. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the big win uh, against Oklahoma City Thunder. And we'll talk about what uh, what the rest of the season looks like as far as uh, getting and maintaining the number one seed in the West. We're going to take a look and see what comes in between us and that today. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, we, after the good news we got from the game, we got some very unfortunate news. We got a little a little primer that it was coming, that it might be coming soon, but uh, we didn't know whether that was going to be good news or bad news. We got that news uh, in a Desmond Bain update. We'll talk about that uh, injury update we got on Desmond Bain, uh, as well as looking ahead. Uh, we got a few games coming up uh, the rest of this week before we see you guys again. And this stretch could be very important. Uh, Dylan Brooks talking about getting fat possibly over these next yep. uh, few games. And if they can come out of this stretch, we'll talk about what that can look like uh, looking ahead to finish off this long homestand that the Grizzlies are on. Jason Smith, how you doing today, sir? Everything is good, man. It feels like everything is possible with this Grizzlies team right now. So it's hard, it's hard not to come in here super excited saying about the, the chance mm-hmm. that they can roll up in a bunch in a row and um, – Frankly, the fact that they could they could get through this time without Bane, you know, maybe maybe not just treading water, but maybe gaining some ground. Yeah, man. And, yeah. And, and with with the way this team's playing, uh, who are we to question when you know as will say what they can do? All they keep doing is exceeding expectations. So no, everything's good, saying because the Grizz are good. Yeah, man. Uh, last game against Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, John Morant messed around and got a triple double: twenty six points, thirteen rebounds. I think he had seven of those in the first quarter. Uh, 11 assists on the night, uh, matched up against Shy uh, Gilgis Alexander. I got some bones. I, I, I really got a minute rant I want to go on, man. There, there's a couple of RC Smartsy podcasters that have dropped some uh, podcasts about the top players on the age 25 and, you know, the all NBA teams and all those type of things. And mm-hmm. like everybody's kind of putting uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander above uh, Demetrius Jamel Morant right now and 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 Josh Jot talks like he doesn't care about that type of stuff I beg to differ I'll never call Big 12 a liar 
but <laughs> but uh it does kind of, it does kind of seem like against certain guys you do get a, a better version of Ja uh on the court. Uh Shaq Gillies Alexander trying to pull up the box score from yesterday. I know he finished with 20 something odd points. I think it was like 23, 24, 26, something like that. 26, yeah. but, but, he, had he, a, but most of those came from the free throw yeah, line. Yeah, he only made four baskets on the entire night. Uh, Dylan Brooks defending him very well last night. Um, I'll say this, man. SGA is one hell of a player. I think he's a very good player. But just like another player that we'll talk about in the final segment of the show, it's the difference between being a guy that can just go out there and score 30 points, that can just, you know, do a lot of stuff you know, three-dimensional score. He score inside, outside, mid-range, take it to the basket, shoot shoot threes. Great. There's diff- there, there's It's awesome to be that type of guy. But can you be that type of guy and actually lead your team to win games? That And that's that's something that John Morant came in as a rookie and showed himself able to do. You know what I mean? This Grizzlies team, if not for the pandemic, they probably would have finished, you know, just a regular playoff team. They fell off after the Jaron Jackson Jr. injury in the bubble and had a poor showing in the bubble, lost in the play-in game. But you're talking about playing postseason basketball, John Morant's rookie year, and hasn't missed the postseason yet since he's been here. SGA, hell of a player, but how is he really affecting wins and losses when it comes down to the Thunder? I was was highly offended listening to these parties, these podcast guys, uh, Jason Smith, who were saying, suggesting that SGA is a better player than John Morant. So he's not. He hasn't. (laughs) <laughs> right let's, let's establish it first of all uh, I, i'm with you in the sense that he doesn't make guys yet he hasn't reached a level of john moran in terms of where mm-hmm. he you know he he makes everybody around him better that mm-hmm. said I, I will say even even before ja got here you've got a look you got a little bit more to work with than i think sga has had i know there there are pieces uh what's the kid's name poku the skinny yeah. kid that mm-hmm. at times you know shows some flashes and um mm-hmm. They they got they've got a couple other young pieces, but that's not close to uh, it. It it doesn't match what the Grizzlies have in terms of a, around him. My my yeah. whole thing is is so you know with Chet Holmgren being out for the year, you set that back too, and you've got a guy now who's coming into you know he's averaging thirty one points this year, saying he needs mm-hmm. to be on a team that where 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 he didn't have to be the he had to do that to be to win. Where, where we can yeah. find out if he can be mm-hmm. right, right. Maybe he's not that guy. Maybe he's not John Morant in the or you know in the sense that he makes everybody from a point guard standpoint or, or usage standpoint. But I don't think we're gonna know completely what he can be until that 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 roster is more settled around him, mm-hmm. or more important, till he gets up out of there. Because right. I wouldn't right now. You don't know the way this organization feels about you know Chet. Are they building it around you, or are they building it around him in the future? You know what? What, what about what happens with their pick? So I just, I, I love the kid. I'm with you. I, I, I don't, I don't like folks putting him ahead of John ja Morant. We're talking about, you know, second team All NBA last year. He's not close to where John ja Morant is. John ja Morant, you know, second best record in the league last year. You've won a playoff series. He's not anywhere close to that. But that kid, if he oh. is not, if if he is not wasted by OKC, if he's in the right in the right place, saying he's mm-hmm. unbelievable, man. He's unbelievable. He could score at all levels. Yeah, I had this conversation with some of my friends about him, and they were like, man, that organization is is good. They're putting something good together there. And I'm like, man, but how, how long will it be before that kid is playing on a competitive team? Exactly. And man, you remember, you remember last year, they You're were trying them. to – Yeah, you, they were trying to put uh, – uh, 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 I can't remember the other kid. 
Um, good God, man, I'm so terrible with names. They were they were trying to put it. Seems like they were trying to put him above him last year. The rookie they had last year. Um, why am I so terrible with names, Jason Smith? But um, Giddy? Uh, Giddy, yeah, they were trying to put Giddy above him last year. Like you, you, it was like they were trying to almost make way for Giddy to be that dude and trying to put SGA off of the ball. And I was like, man, mm-hmm. put the ball back in that dude's hands. Like, what, right. why y'all? Screwing it needs around? to be in his hands. You're right. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's like uh, it's like with him, he's the obvious alpha on that team, and they're just kind of screwing around with him. And I, I ain't gonna lie, man. No, you're right. He did have seven assists last night. I'm looking at yeah, it right now. Yeah, and I'll say this, bro. Uh, as far as SGA is concerned, like you, like I said, he's a hell of a player, hell of a scorer. Um, I just don't guys like that who just don't like lose their minds when they're losing. There were moments in that game where he just didn't seem like he cared that, that the Grizzlies was just running off on him. You know what I mean? And it's like, right. I don't know, man. That's like, an interesting point because that yeah, I, I mean, I, you had had your worst game of the season cool against. Like that, man. Yeah. You had had your worst game of the season against him in November, fifteen points. Mm-hmm. Dylan had done a job on you. You think there'd be a little more? I feel you. I don't. I don't know if he if he wears it on his, you know, on on his shoulder at all. I don't know if he's like if he's that kind of dude. I feel your point though. You'd yeah. like to see a little more fire, but I'd also say, man, you don't want him shooting out all that fire for that loser organization right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You be. Do you, you think he really wait. wants to be there though? Like I hear people say, man, he's probably just happy. I think he's just gonna get paid, bro. Like I don't really think he genuinely wants to be in that situation. No, no, I think you know you get the extension, whatever it is, but you get out of this. I don't think this is a Bradley Beal situation where God yeah. telling him to stay there. I think eventually he's gonna, you know, because if it's not being built around him, then he's got a role. I'm with you. He's the he's the yeah. he's the alpha male. He's the he's the dog in there. But I just don't like the way it's being built right now. I don't know. Again, we gotta see what Chip. Yeah, for sure. Um, other things of note, Dylan Brooks finished with 24 points yesterday, 9 of 19 from the field. The most impressive stat, of course, was 5 of 12 from the three-point line uh, for Dylan Brooks. Had a couple, like, super hot stretches. Had some, of course, some villain moments where Dylan did some things that you weren't happy about. But in 30 minutes to put up those 24 points. Uh, and then to, like we said, hold uh, SGA to only 26 points, only made four uh, buckets on the night. Uh, shout out to Dylan Brooks for the game he had. Uh, but if if there ever was a day where we should do our seasoning for uh, in the second half of the week, I'm not going to try to force that in there. But if we were, the man I would give my season to would be Sante Aldama for the game he had yesterday. The seven-foot highlight film, man. Four, 14 points last night, three re- rebounds, three assists. Yeah, I want to say that every assist he had was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, he was two or four from three. He's got that thing where he's shooting the ball before even bringing the ball down. He did that twice last night, did it once the other night. Uh, big game for him. David Roddy find, catching his stride. Uh, he had eight points last night. Um, he was two of four from three, playing well defensively. Some numbers came out showing that, that showing his defensive numbers have they've increased throughout the year. David Roddy, find, like we said, catching his stride. And somebody we definitely want to talk about uh, before we end the show is Zaire Williams. He made his return yesterday. Uh, four points, six rebounds in 18 minutes. Had a uh, nice little activity around the basket he was having. Didn't make any threes. Uh, his jump shot was a little bit off. But, yeah, good to see, of course, uh, Zaire Williams back uh, last night as well. Yeah, I liked him. He, was, he looked bouncy. Obviously going to be a minute to get the shot. He's known mm-hmm. for the mid-range game. He'll probably start from, you know, you get comfortable there. That's what's That's what his offensive game has been about. 
Um, hopefully he'll get the shot back quickly. But I think the main thing you're watching with him having dealt with that knee and that, that tendonitis was, you know, uh, at least according to the organization was just the bounce, you know, how much bounce he had, how he was moving. And I thought for the most part for a first night looked pretty good. Uh, uh, that's, you know, uh, again, hopefully it didn't, it's a, it's a quick, you know, it, it, it's a quick getting used to, uh, being back in the rotation and the, in the pace of the game again, like it was for, for Jaron Jackson. I don't see any reason why it doesn't have to be. Uh, the other, the other guy, the other unsung guy, man, Brandon Clark. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the big game last night. Yeah. Just because it was a season high, 17 points, you know, they're going to continue to need that from him. It's easy saying, I'm because I'm back with you, it, you know, Santi, uh, 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 you know, there's so many storylines, but it's easy to overlook. Uh, the energy that Clark's yeah. been bringing, the being dirty that, work. Yep. you know, yeah, 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 that roll of the basket guy, that alley oop guy, he did, a, he did a lot of that last night too. So they're yeah. getting, they're, they're a lot, they got a lot of guys playing at a high level right now, including like what, Santi. Yeah, Santi's been incredible, man. Look, looking like a little baby Palgasol out there for real. And, they, and here's the thing too, we, me and you joked off the air about how that dude looks a lot like Palgasol. Santi is 21 years old. Man, <laughs> and Pakistan was twenty one when he came over here. So who knows what 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 you know well, Santi can turn into, man. Well, and the early thing on Powell was you could punk him, right? I don't I don't think right. you, you're going to be able to do that with Santi this at this young. We've seen it. We've talked about mm -hmm. it. Teams have tried already. You know, it took a while for Powell. Heck, it almost took getting out there with Kobe and the Lakers before he toughened right. up. Man, Santi has got a swagger and a toughness to him. That most you know European twenty-one year olds do not have. Right. He is not getting punked. And y'all love what what you touched on, man. That skill where he catches it up here and keeps it up here and shoot the three. I've never I've never seen it before. <laughs> yeah, I've seen good. that in the post saying I've not seen that at the three point line. Yeah. Big dude is skilled. You talked about the passes, the behind the back to yep. to Brandon Clark on one of them. The touch like around he, the rim. He's he's good, man. It's gonna like, be hard to keep good. him off the floor. It is. Yes, it yeah, is for sure. For sure. Uh, looking at it again, we talked about this earlier. The Grizzlies now sit uh, in third place pretty much in the West, tied for second with the Phoenix Suns, both have an identical 16-9 uh, record. The Grizzlies have won four straight. Uh, Phoenix has lost two. You would assume, I think the Suns and the Pelicans play each other twice, like in the next week or something like that. So you, you'll, you'll assume that something's going to happen uh, there with the Grizzlies. If we can keep winning, we can move up. The Pelicans have been super hot. Uh, winners of five straight, they're 16-8. and eight. They were 11 and late before the streak. Uh, they're playing very good basketball. Had a lot of home games, and they're 10 and 3 at home. Uh, in this recent stretch, they've had a lot of home games, so they're taking advantage of that. Um, looking at the games the Grizzlies have ahead uh, coming up in the schedule, we know that they have, I think, Detroit is next. No. Yeah. yeah they got Detroit next. You got Atlanta. Um, then you have Milwaukee next week as well. And you wrap up next week on Saturday against the Oklahoma City Thunder. If you can make some gain some ground in those games it can be a very exciting situation for the Grizzlies where you look up and they're at first place in the west uh especially with the Pelicans and the Suns having to play each other twice I believe it within the next week um uh, with that being said with the season moving as fast as it is uh, we're already you know almost 30 games into the season what do you think um will be the Grizzlies what team or what thing what do you think will be the biggest obstacle between the Grizzlies and finishing possibly in their rare era of the number one seed in the West? Yeah, you know, I mean, the quick answer would be, you know, whether or not you believe in New Orleans or is Phoenix going to settle down and sort of, you know, take that spot mm -hmm. back there. 
but I almost think saying it's 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 within themselves. It's it's the health factor. Yeah, man. Because if if they can get healthy, dude, they have enough talented bodies that they can even. We've seen it now. You know, the missing Bane. You start out one and five. Now you're seven and six without him. Like they figured that out. So mm -hmm. so there there's enough depth there, enough bodies that um to think that if they can remain maintain relative to de decently good health mm -hmm. saying they're they're up to 10th in defense they're ninth in offense we know those numbers are going to continue to rise it's probably going to be more like and you got to put some respect on new orleans i think they're right now they're third defensively they're sixth offensively mm -hmm. they're one of the five teams like the grizzlies that are top 10 on both sides but they haven't done it for a full season saying right you know you you've been you were six last year in defense. I think that's the edge. And if bro, if 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 you can keep the ones you've got healthy, you know where they're at right now. Get Desmond Bain back. We'll get to that uh, here in in in, in some weeks. Uh, I I don't I don't necessarily think it's a team saying because everybody's got a hole or two. Uh, as much as it is, if the Grizzlies can stay healthy by the time we look up, they're the team that's maybe playing the best defense and you know top six, top eight in offense. I just, right. it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's in there. That said, I mean, I know we still haven't seen Dylan, Ja, Jaron and Bain on the floor. We still haven't seen them all together. Um, that said, man, mm -hmm. they've got so many pieces now saying they're operating a high level. I just, I don't know that right. there's who, who's got more depth. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and, and I totally agree. Um, like I said, I said this in the last podcast and you agree with me. We are the best team in the West, man. Like, and I think it's, I think that's, that's real. Like that's, that's really how I feel, man. I, I don't feel like anything stops us except for what you said, availability and health, man. Like if we, I think once we get all these guys rolling full speed, everything will be good. And I say that because, man, we, we were second place in the West last year. Right. Phoenix was better than us. This Phoenix team just isn't the same. They're not the juggernaut that was, you know, way out in front of everybody. I watched the entire them. season. Yeah, I'm they're with, not the I watched same. them get sliced up. Gets a, when Booker's yeah. off the floor, they don't have anybody they can go to and be sure yeah. is going to Bridges can't do that. He can't play with a second unit and lead them offensively. No. They don't. They don't have that guy. No. Uh, that second unit guy it feels like to me. When Booker goes off the floor, man, they mm -hmm. come apart. Yeah, and and with that Pelicans team, I think they're good. I'm not going to act like they're not, but uh, it's it's kind of a natural progression. And and they, I don't think they're going to be a team that I don't think what we're seeing from them now is real, you know, from them. Uh, and I know we got a lot of that last year, but you know, I just don't see it with them. That but team has. Go ahead. I was just going to say let let's see Zion healthy for a full season. Yeah. You know, let me sure. let's let's see let's sure. health question on them as well. But I, I'm mm -hmm. I'm with the the main thing with them is you you got to put it together. The Grizzlies were set. You mentioned it second in the West last year. You know, you've been, been among there. the elite. Been there, and done that, yeah. You know how to run a, a, a regular season race and get to the end mm -hmm. up there at the top. The New Orleans hadn't done that yet, so let's see what happens with the pressures right. on them. They're leading the pack, and they got some people trying to chase them down. Right, you know? and I will say this. Uh, being the being the tribal chief of Grizzlies Twitter, um, right. I have had several encounters with, uh, with New Orleans Pelicans fans, but I ain't going to lie, man. I'm happy to see them kind of being what they're supposed to be because I like I'm I'm really pulling for that rivalry big time. Y'all know I don't hide that at all. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see them. You know, we got them, we you know we got them a couple more times this year. So, you know, home and away. Um, and I hope we get to get to go at each other full strength, man, with everybody in tow. Uh the last couple of games have been kind of disjointed. 
as far as that goes. But yeah, shout out to shout out to the Pelicans. I don't think the Suns are for real. The Warriors get out of my face. Like I said, I th- like both of us said, I think the only thing that prevents us from being from finishing uh, with that number one seed is is health, is is ourselves. Yeah, man, for sure. But um, as we move on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, you guys are listening to Grind Season. You are, uh, you're, yes, however you're listening, however you're listening to us, continue to do so. Uh, subscribe us, Please. follow us, whatever your app tells you to do. Do what you need to do to stay connected to Grind Season. Uh, on all the, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we are a Odyssey original podcast, and continue to show love to us however you see fit. As we move on, uh, after that exciting news of uh of, of that win that we got yesterday against Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder. We did go to bed with a lump of coal in our stocking, uh, so to speak, as we got a medical update on Desmond Bain saying some shit. I don't know what they were talking about, to be honest with you. I just know they said, just know they said he ain't coming back soon. It was it was a lot of uh, neck bone connected to the tailbone type stuff. Um, and I didn't understand what they were saying. I was listening to Chris Harrington talk about it with uh, Jeff Calkins today. On you guys station, they got even more confused because he started talking about, you know, don't rule out surgery. And I was like, all right, shit, I don't even want to hear Harrington no more. That's how he's going to be talking. But um, basically just saying, hey, we told y'all in the beginning it's going to be, you know, what was it, two to three weeks or three to four weeks, whatever it is. Then we're going to reevaluate. We reevaluated. The brother ain't right. So we're going to try this again. We're going to ramp up some stuff. And we're going to we'll be back here again in a few weeks to let you know where he is, but we anticipate that he'll be back within, I think it was what? Three to four. Another three, three to, to four. four weeks. Yep. That he'd be um, playing by then. And they's not a reevaluation. Let them tell it this time, but a actual plan, but, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't want to hear that about Desmond Bain. Um, a lot of people probably were kind of speaking in hindsight. Um, as far as what they thought, I'm sorry, man. I will admit that I thought that Desmond Bain was going to be back within a month. You know, I mean? me too. I, he, I, 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 I we, thinking every, two months kind of yeah. today. Yeah, I was kind of hearing this, man. We, no, we, we had Rob Fisher on. We had Rob Fisher on. We were all saying we 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 had him on. Everybody was saying, "Yeah, we're hoping to get him back before Christmas." Man, like, man, man this sucks. Man, it nobody sucks, was man. saying this that that it it'd go beyond two months, that. man. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick about it. I'm sick about it, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Not that. And I'm and I'm talking strictly from the uh, Christmas Day game. Not that I think we particularly need him because I think the Warriors have fallen off big time this year. I think them dudes got real problems. I think we're gonna beat the shit out the Warriors regardless of, of Desmond Baines that play, playing or not. No, nah, but, but wouldn't is, it be great to have them all on that yeah, first Christmas game? National, yeah, that national spot, the biggest stage, exactly. bro. They're all eyes, all sports eyes will be on the Memphis Grizzlies and the sea. How much of a juggernaut we could be looking at if we got them in and we're cooking a couple yeah. games before we, you know, we play Golden State. I think we'll still beat them, but I really want to see, you know, the full squad out there. Right for sure. But um, like I said, like you said, uh, we 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 were terrible without Bane at one point. 
one and now, five to start. Yeah, now we're now we're seven and six, right? What is it? Yep, seven and yeah. six with and won the last four, obviously without mm-hmm. him. Right. Yeah. Um. So you know that's promising. You got Zaire back, and I'll say this: shout out to my boy Jitty. I'll stand up, give him a round of applause. I think he's mm-hmm. been great, uh, filling in moments uh, with Desmond Bain out. Started last night again. I want to see. I think I'm ready to see Zaire in the starting lineup. Like, I'm not saying that he's having next game, but I think somewhere over this stretch we're on right now, I would love to see Zaire slide in. Because, uh, man, you talk about defensive numbers. If you're throwing a 6'9 or whatever height Zaire long as is. He was looking longer last yeah, night. That man was looking elongated <laughs> last night. <laughs> that, man, that man was looking long as shit. He was. Like, for real, though. He got he to put, put some muscle on them, uh, yeah, them little skinny little, arms, though, man. Pushed like, around at that rim. He was uh he he dapped up Jaron after the game. I was like, man, this motherfucker is out of thirteen. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> like, is. He's tall too. Right. To your point, yeah, 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 man. That dude was like head like the same tall, same length as, as Jaron looking like out there. But uh, like I said, man, I, I would love to see, I would love to see what that looks like if you had Zaire as, as your jumbo shooting guard. Absolutely, you know, Dylan out there at the three, you could kind of wreak some havoc for sure on defense, man, because he's super active. Um, and we haven't seen we didn't see much of Dylan at all last year. And I want to see what some lineups look like with Dylan and Zaire. I think you could really wreak some havoc for sure, man. Um, like the, the Bane news absolutely sucks because you're talking about one of the better shooters in the entire NBA, like period. And he's he was scoring 25 points a game this season before he got hurt. Um, I'm sure there's a, some level of of added precaution with the Grizzlies because that's what the Grizzlies do. But, um, you know, like I said, Harrington was saying something about surgery today. I changed the station on his ass. <laughs> so like, I didn't want to hear no, that, it, it was just a if it should require. <laughs> I mean, everything yeah. everything that sound they believe, and they're trying to get it to a point where he doesn't have to go back off. Mm-hmm. It's turf. It's tar- you you turf talk about this one. They first, tar- it's a turf toe. Turf toe. And yeah. if, if you mess around with it and don't give it the time it needs, it'll come back on you and be there all season long. So right. the, the, especially the language of it saying the part we could understand mm-hmm. the he'll be ready to play in three to four weeks. We expect, I think is the key. You're not talking about a reevaluation. They're trying. They think it'll be good. Enough. Remember the boot is off. The boot right. recently came off. So I think they think it'll be good enough to where, you won't have anything else to do. It'll be enough time to finally get the thing, get that big old toe healed up, man. That uh, <laughs> yeah. John Martin called it COVID toe today. That man yeah, does not have it. COVID toe <laughs> in his feet. Man. That was wrong. Yeah, that, that man got them. Uh, that man got them. Uh, old boy on. Uh, I'm gonna get you sucker feet, man. Yeah, yeah the big old big big, big bunion. <laughs> now, I saw sesamoid. I had to look it up and thought, you know what? This, this man just got a bunion. That's what I thought. I thought. Had to look up sesamoid for the in the press. Who, who? It, nobody ever heard of Sesamoid until yeah, man. this injury. The Grizzlies in there. Grizzlies front know, office is smart. Ivy there, League man. educated front shit, office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Making up shit just to just. Throw but it no, I, I'm with you that it would have been more of a dampener. I, I said it today. Um, if you're not playing at this high level, yeah, and you man, got so many healthy, healthy dudes and options right now, mm-hmm. and like we said, you won four in a row without him. Uh, just feels like a time you can fatten up even without them, even though, yeah, man, mm-hmm. uh, saying it just no matter what, right now, we just can't get them four on the floor right. together, bro. But but Do it's going anyway? to happen. Yeah, it's coming soon. It's coming, y'all. Just wait, goddamn it. It has I to. It has, it's coming. it has to. Do, do y'all, do you feel any way about the Jake LaRavia stuff, about his 
whatever he got going on. I'm going to tell you how little of a shit I give a damn about it. I don't even know what he got going on. I just know he's hurt. Like, because that well, dude, it's like, once, I know. once at, Zaire at, and Bain come back, he's not playing at all. Well, probably, at, I mean, why would why would you need him once that yeah, second unit is settled in? You know, yeah. the minutes he's got, frankly, I, I think for a lot of these guys, it was going to be about, you know, mostly spending the G League. I don't know. I think with where they got LaRavia, maybe I was, you know, hopeful for a little more, especially yeah. with the way he could shoot the ball. But right now I'm unconcerned. They've got too many options. And and yeah. plus, dude, with the way their rookies develop, you know. He'll come in next year and be Doug McDermott or somebody like <laughs> And you and, and the other thing is, I mean, look at Santi is the example. We thought that yeah. man was a miss. We said, okay, the, the franchise clearly missed him. This man is now you're wondering how high is the ceiling on Santi? Yeah, man, it's crazy. So, that's something so like, you, just go let Jake do whatever, man. We'll, man, we'll let Jake go get some minutes down there, get healthy, get some minutes uh -huh. down there, get some run. And then, you know, like that, I mean, j just like the other night, saying when they worked in Kenny Chandler. And he helps you in that game Nuts. in Miami. There'll yeah, be like spots, for, right? There'll be spots for Laravia to help out if he's, yeah. if he can come through. But uh, I'm not worried about that one, one, one bit at this point. I'm yeah, with man, you. Like, like the Desert Bay news definitely sucks. Like I said, it feels like everything's in good hands. This team just kind of adapts, man. They just so whatever like, you throw at them. Yeah, like it might you look a little right. like, oh man, because I remember I was saying, yeah, man, them 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 non jaw games ain't looking like they were looking last year, and then they go out there and they beat. Miami, you know, a team who's trying to get it together. Um, yeah, for sure. So, like I said, man, it's uh it sucks that Desmond Bain's out, but it is amazing, like that they're playing the way that they are. Winners of four straight with some very winnable games uh coming up uh next week as well. You guys, of course, are listening to the grind season. You can listen to us on the Odyssey app, which of course is for the free day free man, or you can listen to us however you listen to podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Shopify, uh, whatever you're doing. <laughs> Black Planet. How, how else do you listen to Facebook uh, Live? Whatever you're doing. No, we ain't on all that. But yeah, just uh, if you type in grind season, you'll probably find us. Shout out to our producer, Drew Barrett, as well, who uh, put the, the five little videos, had our mugs yes. on their faces on their joint. Yes. Yeah, man. So yeah, shout out to that. Uh, make sure y'all sharing our stuff too, man. Throw it, out there. Throw it out there around the worldwide well man let the people see us man if, if you like it share it if you listen to it right now just stop what you're doing hit the share button send, send it to your auntie your grandma your baby mama somebody yeah send it to somebody so they can check us out uh final segment of the show as we wrap up this one looking ahead man some fun games coming up uh jason smith i was hoping my good friend omari sankofa who used to cover the memphis grizzlies for the athletic now he covers it for covers the detroit pistons for his home team, the hometown Pistons, for the Detroit uh, Free Press. Yes. Omar would not be here. He He's not, not coming here. in. No, he would not. He be don't want to see the greatest attraction in in sport in in, in the NBA. Yeah, I know, man. I know, right? Yeah, he he will not be here. Oh, uh, when the Pistons come to town, you got you got Detroit tomorrow. They're coming in tomorrow on Friday or whatever. You guys, I don't know when we record this. When y'all watch this or listen to this, um, you got the Pistons on Friday. You got the Hawks on Monday. You got a big game against uh, the Bucks on Thursday. After two days off, you got two mm -hmm. days off between the Hawks game and the Bucks game. Then you close out the week next week with the Oklahoma City Thunder. If you lose to the Pistons, that would be deflating as hell, to say the least. So um, I think at home, 
Pistons team who looks like they're in the Wimby race right now more than anything. That team is fucking garbage too, man. Like I, 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 I don't bet no more than five ten dollars at a time. But I, but well, I. What was, the, the, was was it a few nights ago where they up and beat like Dallas or somebody in yeah, overtime? Was or was somebody good? Like, yeah, man. You yeah. know, I know that you you're right. It it, it looks nasty. But yeah, they messing up a fan dude bet. My 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 futures bet is done because of them dudes. So that's right. You said. Yeah, man. I ain't going to bet no more than $10. You know that. Yeah. But, you know. You, you I'm, lost a little money on this while you yeah, actually man. talking. Yeah. yeah. $10. It used to be too five, too, used to be too hot and ready pieces. Hot and ready, damn, that $10 itself right now. Just for one. So. Yeah, it has yeah, gone up. Detroit playing with my money. I'm going to tell you the game I'm looking at, Jason Smith. It's the next one. I'm going to tell you the game. If we win it, it's my Super Bowl. Because I hate these dudes. I hate to say I hate anything. But I hate the Atlanta Hawks. I you hate real, Trey Young. You still have real hate for the Hawks? I hate Trey Young. Okay. I hate his hair. I hate his stature. I hate his build. I hate his voice. I don't think Trey Young got women. I don't think women like him. He might not have any game. <laughs> his, he look like a little hater, man. He look like if you see somebody like John Moran out in the club, he'd be Throwing salt on him instead of is the he the man you hate most in the league? In the league, is he my most hated player? Shit, he up there. Yeah, he probably is, bro. Let me think. It's somebody I'm probably forgetting. No, it's uh, no, 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 no. It's probably it's probably one of them, them Utah dudes, either Cat or no, nah, it's Trey Young, bro. And, and I'm saying I'm saying it might be somebody else because I ain't seen Trey in a while. When we play them dudes, it'll come back. Is I hate it, him, though. He's, it, he's it is so when he first got in the league or when the, the run they made a couple years ago and being up in the garden. Where, where did where did the the hate that run. start? That run. The run. And then the year when he like got into it with Grayson Allen, he got into it with Dylan. Yeah, a little horrible foul. He was that, that foul he made up. The, mm -hmm. the, he was like he brought it back. That, that throwback foul. That. He was the, the just go in front of a guy and stop. Yes. And you know what? Which is so bogus, bro, because I don't know if you know this, but like like Motherfuckers in Atlanta doing this shit for real, like in real life. You know that? Like in Atlanta, they, they got people that like pull in front of you and stop their car and make and like make you hit them. What? Like this, like a crazy ass thing that people are doing in Atlanta for real. To get like hit, they, get in, get it, get, get a insurance. Claim, get the insurance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they'll yeah. drive, they'll pull in front of you, and you like, hit. You're you're at fault after yeah. the cop. Yeah, because you were yeah. too close or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got a friend saying that them clowns in Atlanta doing that like all the time. Like especially when they see you with out of town tag, they're about to get your ass. They're gonna try to get you if you got a rental car. They they can tell you from out of town. So I'm yeah, that's I'm the on yeah, that's the, the Atlanta foul. The the, the ATL foul is what Trey Young was doing a couple years ago. Um, highly punchable, highly hateable dude, Trey Young. And I'll say this again: the same thing I said about uh about SGA. It's the difference between being a good ass basketball player and a guy who can go out there and lead your team to actually being a great team. Yeah. And that little bull crap Easter Conference Finals run they had a couple years ago. And, and you talk to a Hawks Hawks fan, they really think that was real. They're like, oh, it yeah, was man, not. It was not real. Y'all been booty. The mirage. Since, it was a mirage. Everything went perfect for them dudes, man. Like, it I did. know I sound like a hater because I do hate y'all. Like, like, for real. I do. <laughs> like, I ain't, I ain't playing when I say that, man. And, and I'm excited to see, like, this possible collapse from you guys. Because I remember a couple years, a uh, few years ago, when Atlanta first like spent all that money that summer, they got a bunch of dudes who really didn't care about basketball. 
when they mm-hmm. got all them dudes that was like they upgraded their roster. It was like, man, how are you gonna knock them for upgrading their roster? Because like, man, they're rushing the process. They had a very young. You had you had a roster that was built around Hunter, Trey Young, um, Collins, and the redhead kid that plays for the Kings now. Yeah, Red Velvet. Yeah, yeah. they could have kept that together, man. Your expectations would have been fairly low. And you'd have been just doing your natural progressions, man. Everybody would have been growing together and kind of doing what they do. Now that's all this joining. You want you talking about trading Collins? You had the contract stuff with him a couple of years ago. And now they're just looking like some just odd, oddball mix of teams, mixed and they up got, team. And they got passed. Yeah. And you know who took you know who took their spot, really? Is that is that the next young team in the East is the Cavs? Like took yeah. the took Atlanta, them. Atlanta should have been there and trying to build. The Cavs ended up passing them. With the moves they made, to your point, there yeah, you think of them more now than you think of the of the Hawks. The Cavs passed them. Yeah, man, I can't, I can't stand Atlanta. I can't. I hate them. I, I, I hate them dudes, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I, hate I, them dudes. I, I hope Ja handles them for you. Oh son. man, because Ja, I didn't realize what a pain in the in the you know oh, what they are. Tra- yeah, Trey Young is the absolute worst, bro. The absolute <laughs> worst. Good God. Now, why do now I'm telling you this right now as a grown man? Why do you hate on Trey's hair when you got a good full head of hair? <laughs> um, let me tell you what happened to me. I I used to do that, bro. Got thin as heck up here, man. <laughs> Hating on other folks, and it can't. LeBron, I used to laugh at, and it <laughs> came back on me, bro. Now I got the low cut Doc Rivers over here. <laughs> got, got the Penny the Hardaway cut, going. <laughs> the Penny Hardaway low cut to hide to hide how thin it is up there now. That's what I'm saying. Just be, just be careful, be saying careful, is all I'm man. saying. Be careful. I, I get you saying. Just man. be careful hating on those plugs and uh, trade head. <laughs> I hate his little I, voice, man. I can't. Yeah, shut up, Trey. Yeah, he said he wanted to answer no more questions the other day in that little voice you talking about. But anyway, oh. back, back when I was knocking them dudes, bro, and I was knocking what they were doing a couple years ago. I said, y'all gonna look up, and Trey Young is gonna try to force his way to like Phoenix or somebody. Yeah. And I get, I still stand on it, bro. Like if you see, no, it that's, now, probably, that's probably gonna come true. That's a you that's see, one. You see the stuff that's like unfolding now, man. Like he's not a leader. Not when at they all. Went, when they got when they got Dejounte Murray, I told people like, no, nah, man, that's not like boosting their defense. It's just in case Trey Young start continuing being a little bitch and they gotta trade his ass. Like Dejounte Murray was insurance for them. Like I I saw that clear as day. Like yeah, man, that's that's like yeah, they're gonna give the team to that dude. In case Trey Young starts to bullshit, well, they'll have a tougher guy in Dejounte. They they mm-hmm. get it to him. They'll have a, they'll have a real, you know, a true. I don't I don't I don't believe in Trey either, man. I'm, yeah, I'm, man. I don't think he's as much of a thorn in the, in my side as he is. I hate him. I can't stand him. Like he's bro, a, he to me, they're they're a non-factor in the East, and just you talk about a team that's been spinning his wheels. Yep, and a lot of it's him, man. He doesn't make anybody better. I hope we bust their ass when it is Monday, right? Uh yeah, that one that one I believe is Monday. Yeah, I want to bust the ass. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, that one's December twelfth on Monday. I go. Then, I go. then Milwaukee wraps up the home stand before you said you go yeah. out on the road, uh, starting off with OKC. We'll do another pod before them. So oh, we'll oh, too, for sure. Yeah. For sure. You won't get too far here. So yeah, we just gonna say this: you better be Detroit, fuck Atlanta. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week for Jason Smith. <laughs> <laughs> this is Anthony saying we appreciate y'all continue to uh check us out however you listen to podcasts man just whatever you do subscribe share it talk about us all that 
This is grind season. We up out of here. Play on the ground.